Welcome, everybody. This is David DiPietro, New York State Assemblyman out of the Buffalo area, East Aurora, New York. That's south of Buffalo by the Buffalo Bills Stadium, if that gives you any direction. This is Truth in Politics. Thanks for listening, everybody. If you want to share this, which we would love, go to Big Weck Local Podcast Network. Network. That's W-E-C-K. Or go to WECK.com and you can click on and, and you'll find us there. So today, boy, Albany was a nightmare this week, folks. So I want to just give you a quick update on that. But before I even start, every time I turn on my computer and it comes to the news feed, is it me or it, you tell me, but it just seems like in the last six months, this whole transgender issue has blown up. Am I right or am I not right? I, 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 everything, every other feed on my computer, and when I turn on these news networks that I follow, it's something about a transgender. And I'm just not getting it, but I actually do, being in Albany. And I'm just wondering if it's just in the last six months, is, is my news feed been turning me into this direction? You know, because how they... They can sit there and, and, and put certain things on your feed, okay? Or is it actually blowing up in this country? Because I'm getting all these headlines, which just, just you know, I read these stories and I'm just, it's just, it seems like it's getting crazy, okay? Uh, conservative teenagers are generally happier than their liberal peers, a study finds. That's, I know that's true. Uh, teenagers are much more happy when they're liberal. Liberals have a tendency to be argumentative. They have a tendency to want to argue and scream a little bit. And I tell this all the time because usually the nature of man is to avoid confrontation. Okay, we want to go do our jobs, raise our family, we want to be left alone. Basically, we don't want someone in our face. And we do, we most of us uh, walk away or just uh, try and get rid of that situation. Okay, because that's human nature. That's just human nature. We don't like confrontation. But what I've found in Albany is liberals and Democrats love confrontation. They thrive on it. And that's, I think, one of the main reasons in this country that liberalism keeps growing to a point where, where they're, they're getting these things that most of us sit there and shake our head and go, that's really not right. That's a that's bad idea. That's a bad policy. Why is this happening? And it's because... They keep beating us over the head. And I tell conservatives or Republicans or mainstream people, if you don't fight back, the time to get in their face is now, just like they do with us. Because they shove an idea down your throat, they make it legal, then they go forward and they push it farther so that you have to embrace it and then you have to glorify it. Remember gay marriage? Okay, they had to they had to legalize it. Then they, we had to all embrace it, and now we have to glorify it. And a lot of people don't, and I understand why. I don't. Okay, but God bless you. You want to be gay and get married? That's your choice. And I say that about everything. You want to be fifty-seven varieties of Heinz LGBT whatever? Go ahead, but do not shove it down my face. I don't agree with it, but I will definitely. You know, you know, to each his own. But when you start shoving it down my face and yelling at me and screaming at me, like in Albany, these groups that come in and say I have to accept it, embrace it, and then glorify it and shout to the hills about it, you've gone and you've stepped over the line. 
And that's the way it is with most Democrat, communist, liberal policies. That's how the squad works. That's how they work in Albany. And most of us, you know, we want to avoid confrontation. I don't. I must be a liberal at heart because I like to argue with people. Uh, but, you know, I, but all this stuff is being thrown at us. And I'm wondering, I'm just wondering, is it me because of my news feed that I'm getting these bizarre stories? Or is it really in the last six months, has this country just been, the, the, the media just gone crazy over this? Because, you know, uh, the University of Wyoming sorority sisters say they live in fear of a trans member who was dumped into their sorority. The guy sits there and watches them take a shower in the sorority home. They don't want him there, but they can't get rid of him. Uh, he puts a towel, he's naked, he puts a towel around himself, and they say he's aroused while he's watching them, and they're disgusted, and they're, they're filing a lawsuit. Uh, you know, New Hampshire mom breaks silence after his son was suspended for saying there are only two genders. So he said there's only two genders in his class, and he got suspended. Why? God made man and woman. And maybe you don't accept that, but a lot of us do. And that's our belief. If your belief is there's 57 varieties, God bless you. But don't give us a hard time because we don't believe it. Again, shoving it down our throats and making us try to accept it and normalize it when we don't want to. Transgender cyclist Austin Killips, he just won the woman's race. Okay? The... The, and I, I think I've gone there before. Where does this go? Where does this all end? Okay. Uh, it, it goes farther. Let's take girls' sports in college and high school. Now you have, you know, we have to accept the fact that locally that this transgender, a boy that ran on the girls' track team and he won all his events and crushed the girls and the girls are upset. And then the, the liberals are screaming, you have to accept this. All right. All right. Let's say we accept it. Pretty soon, the girls' basketball team is going to be all transgender. There's going to be no real girls on that basketball team. The girls' track team is going to be all transgender. There's going to be no real girls on that team. The boys are going to take over who identify as girls. All the girls' sports. And then what's going to happen? Okay, just take this to the logical next step. Because it'll be racist, homophobic, you name the word. I'll let you put it in there. But to have a girls sports team and a boys sports team so what you're going to have to do is have one sports team and the best players make it so the, there'll be there won't be a girls basketball team and a boys basketball team there's going to be the basketball team and that's going to end up being all males whether they're transgender or not It'd be tough for a girl to make it okay all the sports, the girls' soccer team will be all males. There's going to be one team now. It'll just be the soccer team. And what's that going to do? That's going to kick women and girls out of every sport. Okay? You want to sit here and tell us as a liberal and as a communist and as a Democrat that you're for women? Because I went through that about five, six years ago with Andrew Cuomo, and it was all about the women in Albany. Remember that year? It's the women, and you're a homophobe if you don't vote for the women. Well, now it's not about the women. It's about the men who want to be women. And you're crushing girls and telling women that they're no longer equal to men. You're hypocrites. My gosh, you talk out of both sides of your mouth. And in Albany, I call the Democrats professional liars. 
And they do it with a smile while they stick the knife in your back. Hope you understand it. This doesn't end anytime soon. It goes down this path. And there will be, and women and girls are going to be subjugated to being a second class citizen again because of liberal policies, not men's policies or conservative Republican policies. I am a firm believer that if you are born a woman, that you, are, you can play women's sports. And if you're born a man, you play men's sports. You don't cross over. End of story. And I know a lot of the liberals who might listen to this are going to hate that, but that's too bad because I could really care less what you think. So Albany this week was horrendous. So I know a few of you want to talk about some Albany things just in the last two days. So real quickly, because this, this is the stuff that we deal with every day, okay? But I'm just going to give you a quick insight. So what did we do yesterday, okay? Start out with uh, Crime Victims Compensation Fund. You know what that is. A, a crime happens, uh, someone steals your TV and you're, and you're out of your apartment, you file a, a criminal, uh, the police investigate, but there's a victims unit so that you can, a fund that you can go and possibly get a few dollars back Okay, to help out. What did they do in Albany? It used to be the Crime Victims Fund was one year. You file your police report within one year, and then you can uh, go to the fund. Uh, Now it's three years. And we asked, why three years instead of one year? Well, because, you know, the trauma that some people might have experienced uh, was too much that they could never, they couldn't actually get to the call the police station and make that report because they were so traumatized for three straight years. Yet they could sit on their porch and smoke crack or something, maybe. I don't know. Uh, they're so traumatized. But here's, another, here's what they did. Now you get three years. But you don't have to file the report with the police. <laughs> Are you following me? You, after three years, you can just say, you can go, go to this crime uh, victims fund, compensation fund, and say, you know what, I had my TV stolen three years ago. Did you file a police report? No, I didn't, and I don't have to. Give me the money. Yeah, they stole uh, the radio out of my car. Did you file a police report? No, I didn't. Give me the money. They, uh, they broke in to my home and stole jewelry and a bunch of other stuff. Did you file a report three years ago in the last three years? No, I didn't, but I don't have to. I'd like to be compensated. <laughs> I hope you understand. This is crazy, but this is what they passed. That's a law now, folks, okay? Hokel signs it. That is a law. All right, here's another one, a real quick one. Uh, yesterday, you got to get a warrant. The police now have to get a warrant to access all social media and cell phones. Okay, so, okay, the Supreme Court has ruled many times on our privacy. Yes, you can't just use our cell phone. You can't just go into our social media accounts. But they didn't, that, that all comes with exceptions for emergencies. One of them, here's a couple emergencies that they took out you can't do anymore. Let's say in Cincinnati, four kids get shot in an apartment building. You know, in a, there's something, a drug deal gone wrong. Four people shot, boom, police show up. What do they usually do? This is very common. They call the cell phone company and they ping that, they say, ping this apartment building, ping this certain apartment unit. 
and they can find out, the, the telephone company will tell you everyone who's used a phone or had a phone at that time, and that's a suspect list. And that's how they get a lot of these crime victims, because they'll ping the, the area where the crime happened, because your, your cell phone is, is that's the way it's, it's wired, and the cell phone company can ping that. And so they ping that, and they can get the peop, might get the people who shot and killed these four people. You can no longer do that. The police can no longer use the pinging, which is a huge advantage for the police to find these criminals. They can't do it anymore. Does that make sense? Of course it doesn't make sense, but it's all anti-police. This is what we get every day in Albany. They hate the police. Hate the police. I hope you understand that they hate the police. Also, what happens, uh, you've got people, your older elder has a dementia. Or like locally here at Letchworth State Park, at least once or twice a year, someone falls off the cliff and they got to find them. They're missing. How about missing persons reports? What do the police do when there's a missing person? First thing is, do they have a cell phone? They ping the cell phone. Oh, there's that person over in Cheektowaga, New York. He's over there. We've got him. There's his cell phone. They go and they get him. Now you can't do that. You cannot without a warrant. And where do you get the warrant from? The guy who's missing. <laughs> so oh, you gonna, it doesn't make sense. Someone, someone's missing and you ping the phone. That's the first thing police do. Does he have a cell phone or she have a cell phone? We'll ping it. And you can't do it anymore. That's a law now in New York State. That's going to be a law. I mean, it goes on and on. This is just a couple of the things yesterday that they passed anti-police. And you know, because they hate the guns too, right? So, you know, so should we make all guns illegal? They think uh, we take guns off the street. Okay, if we make guns illegal, they'll take them off the street. Do you actually believe that, folks? Do you actually believe if we made all guns illegal in the United States that criminals would give up their firearms? You think there'd be no more gun violence? Zero? Maybe we should make heroin and meth and fentanyl illegal, right? And then it'll be, we'll have no more drug problem. Oh, it is illegal. And it's and it's a catastrophe. Uh, but this is the mindset of communists and socialists who are in the Democrat Party. It just floors me because there's the, the, the Democrat Party no longer has common sense. They're, they're, they're out, out in the field smoking crack, most of them, it seems, because their mind is fried. They don't have you can't give them common sense. You know, they, and, and then what do they do? They just label us all far right, like me. I'm like, you're far right. You're so, and I say, yeah, so far I have been right about everything. So, so I, I, I love that label. But let's go back to New York City. Just this week, over 30 veterans were kicked out of, homeless veterans were kicked out of their hotel, which they were put up in so that they could use those rooms for illegal aliens. That's right. I hope you saw that. The vets were kicked out. After they had been there maybe six weeks, these homeless vets, and, the, and they, the government kicked them out of their homeless shelter, which was a hotel, so that they could put the illegal immigrants that were shipped up to New York Remember New York City, the one that they proudly proclaimed during Trump that they were a sanctuary city because Trump was a racist, bigot, homophobe who hated all aliens. So they said, bring them to New York City. We'll be a sanctuary city. And what happened? Now they're shipping them up to New York City. They're saying these other southern states are saying, we're done. 
Joe Biden, you idiot. We're done. So here in New York City, you wanted them, take them. And now New York City is saying, we don't want them. What a bunch of blithering hypocrites. Again, Democrats are professional liars. Rules for thee, but not for me all the time. And that's Albany to a T. So, I, I, man, I pray for these veterans. I think they did get their, but their homes back. They, did, or sh- they sh- put them somewhere else. But anytime your society puts illegal immigrants, people who shouldn't be here, over your veterans, that's a disgrace. That's a huge disgrace. And remember, the squad went nuts on, on that. For uh, Here's a, a squad Democrats roasted as unelectable for voting against honoring slain police officers. That's right. The Congress put up a just a resolution to honor fallen police officers, and the squad came out against the resolution. We don't care about your fallen police officers. And when someone asked AOC, I think it was, or, or, or the other one, I don't know their names, I'm sorry, the Muslim, what, what she has armed bodyguards and security guards. And her response was basically, oh, you think I should be shot? I should, it should happen to me. These people are, are, I hope this follows them for the rest of their career. As a badge of shame. I hope people yell it at them everywhere they walk. I'm sorry, but this whole thing where we defund police and we disrespect them, it's going to backfire at some point. These, these communists, these Democrats in New York State, these Democrats in Chicago and San Francisco are, are out of control. And I hope this backfires in a big way, in a huge way. Well, I hope you understand that in New York State next year, I think they're going to be pushing a bill to change. I think I mentioned this before, but I want to just say it again because it's, it's worthwhile. But to change the word pedophile to youth attracted persons. <laughs> okay, it's. I don't know how you, I don't know how you legalize this or again, but this is all part of how they do things. They they legalize it, they change it, and then they try to mainstream it. Then they try it, so you accept have to accept it. I'll never accept pedophilia. Sorry, as a father of a daughter. Okay, sorry. <laughs> I'm at a point in my my life. Okay, my best years are behind me, and uh, I'll gladly spend uh, you know time with Bubba in jail uh, if something happens, okay? Uh, that's just the way I'm wired. And I think a lot of other people are too, you know, like those that father that followed that guy into the bathroom that was when his daughter went in. And that's just the way it's going to be. And I don't care if you accept it or not. The fact is, it's going to happen. So where do we go from here? New York State, New York City, Sanctuary City. What did they do? They gave a billion dollars of our taxpayer money to the illegals. Remember a few years ago, to the illegals, they gave $14,300 to every illegal in New York City. I hope you remember that. That was, I think, $2.1 billion of taxpayer money to illegals, not to veterans, not to New York State residents, not to small businesses, not to homeowners who have mortgage issues, having trouble paying the mortgage. This was to illegal aliens, people who shouldn't be here in New York City so that they could get their vote. New York City, 
and I've said this many times, we need to break it off. That is my bill in the assembly, which they still will not put on the floor to break New York State into three autonomous regions and New York City gets cut off and the rest of the state turns redder than Texas overnight. And I don't want to hear any of these people say, well, New York City funds the rest of the state. That's, that's a lot of baloney. New York City sucks every single penny out of New York State because New York City is broke, busted, and done. The only thing that kept us alive was the bailout from the federal government. I hope you realize that. I did a radio show on that in, 20, in 20, uh, 2020 where when Andrew Cuomo was the governor, he used, I tell people he was on his knees that summer before he got kicked out praying that, uh, that, that Biden would win because New York State was about eight $10 billion or more in the hole, okay? And Trump had said, came out and said, look, I'm not bailing out your bad policies. I'll give you 12 to $14 billion, which is the money for COVID, which every state gets COVID money, and that's what we're going to give New York State. But we were so far underwater, so far underwater with people leaving with the tax situation since the Democrats took complete control of the state. They spent money so fast and so bad. We were so underwater. And Cuomo, the only thing that was going to bail this state out was a federal bailout from Biden. And when Biden won, what did he do? Just see the number, 12 to 14 billion is what we should have got for COVID. Joe Biden gave this state over $44 billion, and in the last couple of years, the Democrats have spent every penny, every penny. But let me ask you this, if you live in New York State, did anything in your community change in your city? Did things get better because of all that money? Did jo- were jobs created? No. They never, they took it all for themselves, and it's, it's a horrific thing. I've seen it firsthand. I've lived it. I've watched it. Nothing for upstate New York. Nothing. It's a, it's a travesty, folks. And now next year, so they keep saying, oh, well, look at our budget. We, we've got money. We're okay. Revenues are up. It's a complete shell game. It's a lie. It's a sham. And I hope you understand that because next year, if they don't put some of this money away, the, the few billion they might have left because they're spending every penny. There's not enough money for Democrats in New York State. There's not enough. We are underwater now again next year because we can never get our budget right because Democrats control the budget process and spend every penny. And, and they, all they do is they just look at a board. They never look at how to cut anything. Anything. It's where do we tax and where do we get more money from? And they have no conception that when the more they tax, more businesses leave that pay the taxes. We're going to tax millionaires. To his credit, I'll tell you what, Andrew Cuomo at least twice said nationally to the Democrats in New York State, he said, we cannot tax the rich anymore. We've taxed them enough, and now they're leaving and taking their money with them. (laughs) And they don't care. Tax the rich. Tax the rich. It's New York City. We don't care. And these corporations are leaving New York City in droves for the first time the last few years, since right before COVID hit, when the Democrats took over New York State, there's an out-migration out of the city and out of the suburbs of the city, Brooklyn, the Bronx, Queens, mass migration. And up in Albany, now we've known that on the other rest of the state for 30 years, 40 years, right? You know, it's a running joke, all of our friends that have left for Florida and Tennessee and greener pastures. 
New York City exempted themselves from all that hardship. How did they do that, folks? Because on the floor in Albany, bill after bill will come up that says exempt cities over one million people. Do you follow me? That's only New York City. So they make a law for thee, but not for me. They exempt themselves. But the Democrats have spent so much and created so much hardship with these new communist laws, like I've talked about, those are just, you know, just a couple out of thousands, that the middle class in the city is now leaving. And they have to find a way to keep that. That's why they lied on the census. The census in New York State was a huge lie. I'm a census buff. I don't know how to tell you that, but I am. It's so funny because I just follow this stuff year after year. So follow me. I'll Real quickly, from 1990 till literally now, we've averaged about 240,000 people a year leaving. Every two years, a city the size of Buffalo leaves New York State. This is for, for 30 years now. Okay, look at, the, look at the numbers. I mean, we used to have 28, 29 million people in this state. We were the number one state with California. Now we're three and sinking. We're under, we're under 18 million people now. Well, they had, with the out-migration of the city, right at the census time, they had to fudge the numbers. They had to lie. Letitia James and Andrew Cuomo lied because they lost so much out of the city during COVID. Let me just ask you this, folks. When COVID hit and everything was shut down, were hundreds of thousands of people flocking to New York City to live? Just asking. Because that's what they're trying to tell you. And over those 30 years, our, you know, they talk about, we talk about the people that have left. The reason the number, their number is actually a lot higher, about a million and a half or more higher. But we've influxed in that time about two million plus permanent welfare that have come to this state because we give it all away. We've got the best welfare system in the world. We've got the richest poor in the entire world are in New York State because of what we give away. So our permanent welfare, there's 18 states. Trust me, you've heard this from me many times. But again, I'll reiterate it. There, as of a couple of years ago, there are at least 18 states which will give you a one-way bus ticket to New York State because they tell their welfare people, we can't give you that. We can't give you this. We can't give you what you want. But if you want big benefits, here's a ticket and go to New York State and you'll get all this. So people come from all over the world to get our welfare. I hope you understand that. That's the truth. They come from all over the world. JFK is called the Welfare Hub Airport. That's its nickname. There are taxis and limos and, and Ubers lined up. And I've seen them. I've been there a dozen times. And they will take you one mile to the welfare office and get you signed up. There are people at the airport that you can talk to who will give you all the information and personally take you to the welfare center a mile away and sign you up for benefits. So that's how we've how this state now, New York City, with all these people leaving during COVID and after, they had to lie because the whole power shift was going to change in New York State. This supermajority that they created was all going to fall apart. The Senate that they took over, they would have lost at least three or maybe four Senate seats would have gone to red districts. They couldn't afford that. They couldn't afford 
seven to ten assembly districts leaving the city. Couldn't afford it, folks. So they lied on the census. Lied. Lied. Hochul came out just the other day. I wonder if you saw said, New York State, in the last year, we've lost 300,000, about 290,000 people. That's a lie. That's a lie. Because Florida, in the last couple of years, if you noticed, Florida has put out their numbers and says, we're averaging about 1,000 people a day from New York State. Now, second grade was the toughest three years of my life, folks. Trust me. But I can do basic math. 1,000 a day is about 365,000 a year, just to Florida. And she says, well, we lost about 290. That's a lie. Estimates from my people in Albany are saying in the last three years, we've lost over 2 million people. And they're not going to tell you that. Because they have to keep the power base in New York City. The rotten apple is rotten to the core. It's sinking off into the Atlantic. Oh, by the way, those rising ocean tides from the, all you globalists and climatologists and, and uh, uh, Green New Deal idiots. Just go, I mean, literally, just go on Facebook and look. There's a picture of the Statue of Liberty 100 years ago, a picture of it today. And you know what surrounds the Statue of Liberty, the little island? Water. And did you know the water level from 100 years ago to today around the Statue of Liberty and in New York is the exact same? The rising sea levels. There's no rising sea levels. But that's a whole issue for another day, which I'd love to get into, because I love to bring on people who will just debunk every liberal thing. And by the way, I'm having a couple of those electrification, green new energy forums in my district. I've had a couple. They're a huge success. Um, so what else happened? So, oh, let's go back real quick, because this is a law we passed yesterday in the Assembly, the Democrats. When I just talked about the redistricting, I talked about the, the population and how, okay. They changed the law a few years ago, a couple years ago, <clears throat> that any inmate, so you got to follow this for a second, any inmate in New York State, wherever the prison was, it used to be counted, like say you've got a thousand homes, somebody builds a thousand homes in your district. Well, those thousand homes and the people in them are part of your district, right? They count as your census numbers for your district. Well, they had done that forever with the prisons. The prisons, you know, if you had like an Attica prison, which is in my district, Attica, maybe it has, I don't know, but let's say a thousand inmates. Those thousand inmates are in my district. They're counted as as in the census for my district. Well, a couple years ago, the Democrats, because now they started losing all these people. You follow me? They're losing. There's a mass migration out of the city for the first time. So here's one of the rules that Cuomo changed in the Democrats that all incarcerated people in all these different prisons, now they get counted in the census back where they're originally from. Stay with me on this. Where they're originally from. 90% of these people originally are from New York City. They're arrested, tried, and they get sent to prisons around the state. But that keeps these New York City districts, keeps numbers up because of the out-migration. This is a way to keep their numbers up so they don't lose districts and maybe even create a couple more. But what did they do yesterday? They passed a bill, which is going to become law, that all illegal aliens in New York City, when they come into New York City, they get counted into their districts. Two things. Number one, 
they still get counted if they leave. Let's say the illegals come in, they stay there a month. Now they're counted in your in this one person's district, but nine years later, or let's say well, one month later, they move out. They move to Canada. Doesn't matter. They're still counted in the census numbers for that district. You're just shaking your head going, what are you talking about? But here's the big one, folks. Inmates get counted from where they're from. But now you're telling me all these illegal aliens who, who, who come from a thousand or so miles away, they're not counted from where they came from. They get counted into New York City's districts. Did you, did you just see the hypocrisy? We called that out on the floor. We debated them, and they just sat there and lied right through their teeth. And they were saying, well, this is the way it is. Basically saying, look, we're shoving it down your throat. We have supermajority. You guys get the heck out of here. We don't want to hear it. So hypocrisy. They're counting people who don't live in all over the state, put them back into the New York City area, but the ones that come to New York City from elsewhere, they count them. It, it, you know, if you, if you, thank goodness, I pray, and I have God, and Jesus is my Savior, because my head would explode if I didn't have a ground and a base and a plumb line to look to. But I tell people all the time, there is no plumb line with Democrats. You want to marry your dog, okay? You want to sleep with your cat? God bless you. Because there's no plumb line. So when we, when we try to tell them that's not right, they, they, they go nuts. Okay? They get confrontational because there's no plumb line. There's no right or wrong with them. You should be able to do whatever you want. That's why they say all these criminals are, are not criminals, that's why they want to shut every prison down in New York State. They want to let everyone out. That's what bail reform, they don't want any, they want more bail reform, not less. They do press conferences, they scream about it. This is racist, it's bigoted. No one who commits a crime, the person that went through the subway and slashed somebody's neck as they're running through with the gangs, it's not his fault. I hope you understand that. It's not their fault. Society made them do that. The racism, inherent, just systemic racism, made him pull that switchblade out and run through with the gang. It's not his fault. And if you think I'm joking, I'm not. This is what they believe. It's time to end it. It's time to split this state. It's time to get rid of New York City. We can no longer be controlled by New York City. The out-migration out of this state is the worst it's ever been. People are leaving faster than they ever have. And maybe next week, <laughs> I'll talk about New York State's reparations bill, which they're studying right now. You think California's bad? <laughs> New York State, remember, uses California as a litmus test for everything. And they've been studying this for about six months in New York State. And they'll bring it out probably... Uh, once we're out of session, and by January when we go in next year, that will probably be the big talk topic. So uh, maybe next week we'll get into that. I want to thank you for listening. I'm David DiPietro, Truth in Politics, and it is the truth in politics, folks. I'm not going to sit here and steer you wrong, okay? I hope you enjoy it. Listen to me. Go to the Big WEC, W-E-C-K, local podcast network, which is WECK.com. And find me there. Please share it if you like it. Share it if you don't. I love to hear from my liberal friends. We, I enjoy the debate. 
uh, and I'll probably be having some on as we move forward because it's just too much fun. So I want to thank you for listening. And remember, God is still on the throne. Jesus is coming back. He's the same. He is yesterday, today, and tomorrow. It never changes. New York State, this country, and people around the world can change. Okay? You can, you can do all of these things you want, but the truth is always going to be the truth. You can't change it. A man is a man. A woman is a woman. Okay? If you want to change that, that's fantastic. If you want to believe it, that's fantastic. But it never changes the fact. And with that, we'll see you all next week. God bless you all. Thanks for listening.